1: And a good morning to each and every one of you out there. Welcome to a special episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. On this Sunday morning, just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill. I am excited about this sports documentary, episode three, and today it's all about the greatest athlete to ever come out of the city of Columbus, the big hurt, Frank Thomas. What can I say about him? I'm going to have Dave Plata on the show later We are going to take a stroll down memory lane and talk about this remarkable athlete. When I say remarkable athlete, Frank Thomas, 521 career home runs, a two-time Most Valuable Player in 1993 and 1994. And he played the game the right way. He played it clean. He was a first Ballot Hall of Famer in 2014. And he is forever enshrined in the Chattahoochee Valley Sports Hall of Fame. And so I hope you enjoy this documentary that I did with Dave Plata on Frank Thomas. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment where we cherish this great athlete to come out of the Fountain City. You know, the first two episodes I focused on events. That happened in Columbus. Now I get to focus on the players. The athletes that came out of Columbus. And I couldn't think of a better person to talk about. For my feature on the greatest sports athletes to come out of the Fountain City. Than to do the first episode on Frank Thomas. The Big Hurt. Hall of Famer. Inducted in 2014. Played most of his career with the Chicago White Sox. Columbus's own. Frank Thomas. Before I get Dave Plata on to talk about Frank Thomas, first of all, I want to say when I was a kid, he was one of my favorite baseball players. And I didn't even have ties to Columbus. He played for the Chicago White Sox. Y'all remember in 1991, the Chicago White Sox got some really cool uniforms. They went from their traditional red and blue uniforms, and they were just black and white. It was amazing. I wore a White Sox cap to high school. Their uniforms were cool, and I started rooting for the Chicago White Sox because one of my favorite baseball players, Bo Jackson, went to the White Sox. Frank Thomas was there as a rookie. 1990, Frank Thomas made his Major League debut. That's it out of here. the center field. Way back. You can put it on the board. A two-run homer for a big Frank Thomas Sox lead it 6-5.
0: I greatly respect and have always admired the way that Frank played the game. He played the game the way it's supposed to be played. He played it all naturally. But the pressure to perform and to uh, and to stay up with everybody else is always there. So you can't tell me that the thought was never in uh, Frank's mind, but he chose not to. Uh, he had the shoulders and he had the hips genetically, but he went to Auburn and got the chest and the arms,
1: you know, and he, he, like you said, he really uh, evolved into, you know, kind of, a, kind of a beast mode athlete-wise. I mean, nobody was put together like him after that. And he was so big and strong and gifted anyway, but you know, he took it personally when somebody would maybe even implicate him in anything.
0: You know, with the stairwells. Hey, but I know that when he sits back at night, how satisfying it is to sit there and know that. Look back and reflect. Frank Thomas, a.k.a. the Big Hurt, used to keep pretty busy on the baseball field, but now he's busier than ever. After I turned 40, it wasn't easy to keep up. Everything changed my energy, my drive, and then I found Nugenics, just like millions of others. Today I would like to thank the National Baseball Hall of Fame and the baseball writers for selecting me as a first ballot selection in this 2014 Hall of Fame class. I'm so humbled and honored to be a part of this historic class of first ballot Hall of Famers, to share the stage in front of all the legendary men who made the game better for us all. I'm speechless. I want to personally thank you all for being great role models and making this great game what it is today. Hard work, dedication, and commitment. No shortcuts to success. Thanks for having me in your club.
1: Frank Thomas Jr. was born on May 27, 1968 in Columbus, Georgia. As his father was a Baptist minister, his mother worked at the mill. He was able to make a major impact for the Columbus high school baseball team, where he was a standout both in football and baseball. When he was a sophomore, he led the Columbus Blue Devils to a state championship. When he was a senior, he batted four forty. He was the ultimate multi-sport athlete that played not only baseball, but football and basketball. He wanted to win a contract to play baseball professionally, but he was not selected in the 1986 amateur draft. So instead, in the fall of 1986, Frank Thomas went on to play for Coach Pat Dye in the Auburn Tigers. Dave Plata, you have been covering Columbus sports for 37 years now. Dave as my first two docu-series are going to be events that's based around Columbus, my next are going to be about the players. And in my opinion, the third episode is going to be dedicated to the big hurt. Frank Thomas considered one of the greatest athletes to ever come out of Columbus. Now you were covering Columbus sports, his senior year of high school. Do you remember him playing at Columbus
0: high? Oh, of course. Oh my. Yes. I mean, The joke was, everybody asked me how long I'd been here. Like, Frank was a blue devil and Bo Peep was a red devil. Bo Peep being James Joseph, who was a senior running back at Central that same year. Frank was, if you recall, Frank was considered more of a football player than a football player. He, I mean, he was, I mean, we're talking Frank, you know, 6'5, 285 tight end, great hands. Um, just you know an amazing player he was recruited so heavily by auburn they wanted him to play football and baseball um uh, columbia's football team wasn't bad but you know they they weren't they weren't as good as the baseball uh, baseball team of course but frank was an amazing tight end i mean i never saw him drop a ball he was he was a tough cover he, i mean you know bringing him down good luck uh, and then baseball season came they made it to the state finals the state finals they'd won i believe his freshman year they won a state championship um or it w- was his freshman year or sophomore year I'm trying to remember that was before i got here when they when they won the championship but they lost the state finals uh it was i think uh up in Bro- at brookwood and snellville i think is where they they lost the champion the the championship in three games but frank frank hit some bombs i mean he put put him on top of the high school And then he didn't get drafted. Very interesting. It was surprising, but he was considered too big. You know, he was too chunky to play baseball. Okay, whatever. So he goes to Auburn, and as a freshman, he he only caught three passes as a freshman tight end, but his first catch uh, was in a crossing pattern, and he had to dive, and he caught it one-handed and brought it back in. Um, I was shooting that game, and I missed it. I missed missed it with the camera. I was, like, kicking myself because it was a great one-handed catch where he's reaching out and he brings it back in. Um, Pat Dio has said he could have been the best tight end ever to play football if he'd stuck with football.
1: And that was nice that he actually played uh, collegiate football and baseball at the University of Auburn. Uh, You working at Columbus were able to cover Auburn sports as they are in the Chattahoochee Valley. So that was nice to still be able to cover Frank oh. Thomas, as he actually played at Auburn in 1986, then yep. in 1988 he starts into the minors. And I remember as a kid watching him on the Chicago White Sox in 1990 yeah. when they changed their uniforms. Remember the White Sox used to have those traditional blue and red uniforms, and mm-hmm. then in 1990 they had the traditional black uniforms that dates back to their their glory days of the you know the early 1900s. But yeah, I re- uh, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. The thing was, when he uh, he came up, I actually saw him make his major league debut. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played up in Milwaukee. I was home for my parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary, and they were in town. Uh, he was with the Birmingham Barons in Double A. He they were in town the week before we went uh, before we were going to go home. Uh, I I grew up halfway from Chicago and Milwaukee. Before we went home for my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, uh, I was at the ballpark. I saw him. I told him, hey, you get called up next week. I'll be at the game. He joked. He went, literally said, yeah, like that's going to happen. And then it did. And I, I knew it was, I got to go. So it was on April on uh, August 2nd. Uh, it was a doubleheader at, at Milwaukee County Stadium against the Brewers. And it was a, since it was a doubleheader, the gates only opened one hour before the first game. But I promised him I was going to be there. So I, I still have the ticket stub. Um, went there, and it was first. It was a uh, front-row box seat for $11. <laughs> Dream on for that, huh? I know. <laughs> $11 for a front-row box seat ticket. There were only about 15,000 people at the game. But when he ran out for um, for infield, I hollered at him. <laughs> he turned around and he saw me. He got this grin on his face, and he pointed at him um That was a pretty cool moment, to say the least. um I took a lot of pictures. I'd rented a camera because I was writing for baseball card magazines at the time. I rented a camera, got some good shots. Most of them were trash because uh, I'm used. I was used to shooting, you know, video, and when you're shooting still, you can't move the camera like you would with. Uh, yeah, I kept forgetting that, but I came up with enough good stuff. Had some great pictures of him making his major league debut. That's a moment I'm always going to cherish. Oh, yeah,
1: that is an awesome moment. 16 years on the Chicago White Sox. You know, Dave, I was really happy to finally see him get a World Series ring in 2005. He was loyal to the Chicago White Sox. Mm -hmm. Of course, he played for the Toronto Blue Jays for two years in the Oakland Athletics before he retired in 2008 at the age of 40. He made the Baseball Hall of Fame in 2014. So clearly, I am very honored that he is going to be my focal point on my third episode of these documentary series is all right that was fun i want to thank dave Plata for being on the show and stay tuned for next week as episode four of my sports documentaries it will feature the greatest basketball player to ever come out of columbus sam mitchell and i am excited about that one dave Plata will join me again next week to talk about the former Minnesota Timberwolves and Indiana Pacers small forward, Sam Mitchell, plus the all-time leading scorer at Mercer University. And he, too, is enshrined in the Chattahoochee Valley Sports Hall of Fame. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. And don't forget that I am on social media. Have a great day. Bye.